This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All right, let's talk about some of your rankings here, okay? You, you, you release one of these every week, and, um, you know, there's mild shakeups here and there every now and again. But I, I just wanted to kind of touch base with you uh, on your rankings here and, and focus in on, on a couple different position groups. Um, I want to talk to you about Sky Moore. And, and the reason I say that is because I think Juju has played okay. I just don't yeah. know if he's played great. Um, and obviously he is the Kansas city's primary slot receiver. I don't think, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think sky Moore uh, can kick outside to any degree. Um, and I think he needs again, Juju to kind of sort of get out of the way before anything happens there with sky Moore. Now tell me if I'm wrong there, a, and then B, you know, what do you kind of see projecting forward a role for sky Moore in that Kansas city offense? It's tough because, I love Sky Moore, the player, right? I, I think he re- he's a really, really good player. Um, one of my favorites from the draft, like one of my favorite of the non-tier one, tier two type of guys in this right. past year's draft class. Um, but I, I kind of disagree with you about the about the slot stuff because okay. I think when you look at um, when you just when you just look at uh, the way he beat press man coverage, and I know the first thing everybody says you post anything about Sky Moore get press man coverage success rate well look at the level of competition i know where he played i know but what do you want a guy to do at lower level of competition you don't want to be like wow look you look at the 70th percentile or 60th percentile success rate versus man like no you want him to go out there and have like a 75 but like the full-on 86th percentile 90th percentile type success rate stuff and you know what sky Moore did that okay he went out there and dominated dominated that low level of competition. I'm not saying like, oh, he's better than Jamison Williams because his success rates are higher. No, I'm just saying at his individual, like his individual game, freaking rocks. That's where Sky Moore is. I think Sky Moore is their best man coverage beating receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes, we t- we talked about this with uh, Alex Gelhar a couple episodes ago. Patrick Mahomes, and this is still true, has faced more dropbacks against man coverage than any other quarterback in the NFL, which is a complete reversal of the way teams right. played them last year when he faced a ton of zone coverage. Um, and obviously it's, we know why they're doing it. It's because teams don't respect the receivers that they're rolling out right now. And we know why if we're, if we look at reception perception data, Juju is a good player, good zone beater, never been a good press man coverage beater, right? We know that it, last year, third worst success rate, burst man coverage. Um, MBS 
I mean, geez, MVS. Uh, oh, my God. Seventh worst <laughs> success rate versus man coverage player. And he can only um, run two routes. Nines yes, and corners. That's I it. Know. Maybe a post route every now and again. So um, with shaky hands. Good Lord. Yeah, he's got a little he got unlucky last week that he had did have a touchdown. It got called back. Not not to anything due to his own. But so I'm not going to totally bag on the guy, but he's a role player. I think Juju even is a role player. But, um, you know, you, the interesting thing you mentioned about the slot stuff, you just look on the balance of the season. Um, Juju and McCole uh, Hardman's slot rates are actually pretty close. Like, just if you look on the balance of the season, Nicole Hardman leads the team in percentage of snaps from the slot at 46%. Um, Juju, 43.5% on the year. But then, like, the longer the year's gone on, if you if you just sort it from week five, 58.5% snaps in the slot for McCole Hardman, 47.6% for Sky Moore. Those are the two highest on the team since week five. And Juju's down at 36 or 38.6%, which I think you could argue is not the best use for Juju Smith-Schuster, but that might be, I think that's the guy who's starting to lose playing time to Sky Moore because Sky Moore's involvement is ticking up slowly but surely, which I think we all expect. Like Tyree Kill came on a slow burn when he was a rookie. McCole Hardman came on as a slow burn when he was a rookie for this team. They're bringing Sky Moore, who did come from a lower level of competition, along slow, and I think right. he's starting to eat into McCole Hardman's snaps. Um, you know, 22.2% targets per route run the last since week five for sky Moore. when he's on the field they're getting him involved i would love to just see mccall just kind of disappear yeah. from this i i don't i'm not a hundred percent sure what he brings to the table uh from a kansas city perspective um again i, I know he's got that unbelievable speed which is great but i, <laughs> I don't think he utilized the speed too well yeah they, um, but like they I, have I a think, speed guy they have mbs is their right speed exactly guy. mbs is already guy. is already their speed guy he's already their downfield threat um i think juju i think fits very nicely uh in there as a slot and is able to kind of alleviate some of that slot pressure actually away from travis kelsey which is why travis kelsey in my opinion has been able to get the looks that he gets because you do have to account for two inside guys. And, and, and the great thing about what Andy Reid has done is that he doesn't overlap with their, their, what they do. You know, they both yeah. attack different parts of the field at different times in, on the same play. Um, and you, and the defenses have to account for that. Uh, now, again, the a dot for Patrick Mahomes has obviously come down significantly with Tyreek Hill in, in South beach. But I mean, tell me that this offense still doesn't look amazing. It still looks great. I know. That's why it's like you're sitting here. We're picking nits with these receivers. Mahomes is still great. They still have Travis Kelsey. Like the reason that Aaron Rodgers looks like he's, you know, lost in the wilderness without Devontae Adams and, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still cruising without Tyree Kills because Patrick Mahomes still has Travis, Travis Kelsey, right? And like <laughs> these are, I, I also think it's and crazy. Andy Reid for sure. Yeah. That and Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Mahomes is okay if somebody goes in motion on a play. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> know, hates, right? exactly. hates that now. He's <laughs> he's like Big Ben. Don't put me in motion. Don't any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, whatever. Anyways, like, I think when you just look at this team, they do need more from somebody to beat man coverage. I think Sky Moore is that player, and I think okay. we'll see more of him. So I did bump him up in the rest of the season rankings. I bumped him into a new tier uh, there, you know, kind of in the group of guys that, that, you know, you don't have to roster. Tier eight, like Nico Collins, Jahan Dotson, Isaiah McKenzie, Chase Claypool, like that group of guys, like sort of fringe roster players, but you should, but he's moving up. 
by the way, just one one last thing. People yeah. out there, so so like, what? Sky Moore must not be good if they're playing Juju and MVS ahead of him. It's like you idiots. They signed these guys to like contracts in the off season. Like, veteran deference rookie. is a real thing. Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. Like, and they gave MVS money. They gave Juju money. Like, I don't. That is, it's tough. I don't know that like he's gonna take MVS's job or take Juju's job or something like that. But um, he can get in there and earn more targets than those guys because he's just he might be better. Like, I think I think Juju. Is a guy and and MVS is like a fringe guy, um, and I think more could be better than that. <laughs> like I said, I would love to see. I I still think Juju's got something going. Me too. Um, yeah, and I think I think I think Kansas City would be smart to figure out if you guys. And again, I don't know enough about Sky Moore. Uh, trust me, I, I did not sit there, sit down, and watch a ton of Western Michigan tape. Okay. I'm just saying, but I what trust you, life I, or something, <laughs> but I trust guys like yourself, uh, that have been, you know, had hyperbolic almost really with sky Moore and saying that they, they really like what they see. Um, and if he's, and if he can beat man, listen, bro, listen, bro. Like, can he just keep Juju on the field? Keep Kelsey on the field, find a way to get sky Moore on the field, get me out of here, get MVS out of here. Like if he <laughs> yeah. starts, if he starts eating into their snaps, ain't nobody going to be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Let let's figure out a way. You know, Patrick Holmes, like you're a god. If you're you're this offense is this good, you are this good, and there are two like enough already players, and like we're definitely at enough already territory <laughs> with MBS, and we've been at enough ter- enough already territory yeah. with uh, with McCole Hardman. So yeah, you know you're a baller when you can do that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, again, if Sky Moore can uh, can eat into their snap share, man, I think everyone everybody would be happy. Kansas City fans. Uh, fantasy fans and and yeah because let's make it happen let's go let's keep it going that would be great uh by the way it's funny because sometimes I, I just talk to you about stuff and that's what this podcast really is it's like such a little hybrid of like fantasy and just like real life football because i don't know it's like you and i talk about fantasy all day long and and do that kind of stuff and then when we get into this space it's like it's fun because we get to actually chop up just like regular old football too on top of the fantasy yeah. aspects as well. And that's kind of why I want to bring up Sky Moore because I'm very intrigued by his prospects in what should be a great offense with a great coordinator, uh, uh, excuse me, a great quarterback and a great coach. Uh, Sky is the limit for Sky Moore. Okay, um, want to talk very quickly about some of the, the running backs you got here. Okay, so uh, in this uh, tier three and four, you've got Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, uh, Baby beast mode uh, in Damian Pierce, and then Najee Harris has fallen all the way down. I, I'm going, with, I'm going with uh, baby beast mode there with Damian Pierce. By the way, I like it. I like it. I mean, he didn't he have some more like broken tackles in a game than ever in like Pro Football Focus history or something like that. A couple of like, yeah, some game like before the buy, some crazy I, stuff. But. I mean, Jesus, he he had like four broken tackles in one play. So I mean, that I mean, that makes yeah, a lot of sense. Yeah, he's nuts. Uh, he's a good player. I mean, this whole tier three of guys, it's. You know, especially the players not named Najee Harris. It's like Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Damian Pierce, Josh Jacobs, you know, Ramondre Stevenson even. Uh, You know, you could argue, like I could hear an argument that you want those guys as running back ones the rest of the way. Um, You talked about the schedule for Brees Hall. Um, I think that's a little concerning, but shoot, like, if you fell into these guys, your 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 team is very good in fantasy because oh, all of these life. guys. Oh yeah, it's, even Josh Jacobs, who 
you know, it was totally disrespect. Like literally every fantasy analyst except Andy Barron's owes Josh Jacobs a huge apology this year. Because <laughs> Andy was like the only one that was going out on a limb, I think, to defend um, damn Josh Jacobs. But this whole group of guys just, I think they're, I think they could be within the top 10 players of the position, you know, by the end of the year. And I yeah. mean, I don't know who I, I definitely am kind of conservative with, with these rest of season rankings. Like, you know, I still have Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara ahead of them. Um, but you know, it's it's really not that big of a gap. Like tier the 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 guys in the back half of tier two and the guys in the early part of tier three are, are pretty similar. But um, just obviously, the longer you see it, the more you feel better about it with these rookies. But yeah, these guys are they're going to be big values. All, all of them: Hall, Walker, Pierce, Jacob, Stevenson, and you know, Miles Sanders and Najee Harris. I have in the same tier, but. You know, they're kind of like, I think running back twos with, with more upside if things break the right way, but things are breaking the right way for the first four names. I, I four or five names I listed there, not Najee Harris, obviously. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, in terms of being conservative, I think, with uh, some of these running back groups, I think I think that's right, right? Because like, I think we can sit here and say Najee Harris probably belongs in the RB tier three. I think he belongs there. But if you were to say, okay, would you rather have Najee Harris or, and then you list about five or six dudes in, in tier four, I think you would rather have those guys. Right. So, um, I'm not saying really, it's wrong I, to yeah, put a, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather have CEH than Najee Harris. I'm just, I'm worried about the oh, God, foot. Oh, uh, I mean, again, better off. I mean, you're, you're the king of, of opening my eyes to like, you know, offensive, you know, ecosystems impacting running backs, dude. You yeah, I mean? but it would, like, but it would, but it would be nice if they could. They were using just Ceh, but they're not. You know, in in right. in Kansas City, like that's the yeah. thing is, they're, Jared they're McKinnon like a, is like leading the snaps. Jesus Christ! I know, I know, I know. Pacheco looks pretty good anytime he gets he out does. there. But yeah, everybody in Tier Four, you know, and and it's a it's a big growing group. You know, like uh, it's Ceh all the way down to like Brian Robinson and James Connor. They're all like kind of startable running backs in the right spots, but you don't feel a hundred. Every one of them has a major wart, I think on their, um, you know, on their profile guys like Travis Etienne are in this tier that I think could, could jump out of it, but he's got to like totally ice James Robinson. And I don't see him totally icing James Robinson, right? You know, both Dallas backs are in that group. They've obviously got their, they're splitting the workload. Um, Brian Robinson, like you know, a lot of concerns there too. Daryl Henderson. How long is he going to hold up in this, Group of David Montgomery in, is in tier four, and it's like right. now they've got the Bears saying they're going to go with the the hot hand approach. So well, I think I, first of all, first of all, what was I telling you in Chicago? This coaching staff is inept. <laughs> they are not. It doesn't matter how much game tape they've seen on on freaking David Montgomery um, versus Khalil Herbert. They're going to go right back to da David Montgomery, and that's exactly what they did. It's maddening. Eberflus needs know, to be yeah. arrested. Like he needs to be arrested. arrested. <laughs> <laughs> like dude how could you see this small sample how could you see the sample size with with khalil herbert and not just immediately give him the starting job it's absolute 
just crazy talk, man. Like, and that's why I'm saying like when David Montgomery was coming back, I was like, I said it on this podcast. I said it on my show on direct. I was like, I guarantee you Eberflus is going to give David Montgomery that starter gig back. And he's going to get that 70% snap share because Eberflus needs to be arrested. <laughs> like it is criminal negligence is what is happening in Chicago. Stop it with David Montgomery. He needs to be like on the 35% side of that backfield split. It's absolute madness that he's getting 70, 75%. Just crazy. Absolute craziness. Okay. Sorry. Rant over. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, James just sent a man to prison. I, I don't know. I don't know how to follow that up, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Clue Herbert obviously has more juice. That's, that's for sure. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually happy to see that you uh, went aggressive actually, in my opinion, with, with Daryl Henderson. I think you're probably more aggressive with Daryl Henderson than, than consensus. I would imagine having him there uh, right there with this, with a pretty, you know, pretty solid group of CEH, David Montgomery, Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Etienne. Yeah, like I said, all these guys you could start in fantasy. It's just they have a significant wart or or two. Right. Um, for for Daryl Henderson, you know, the running game has not been good in LA, pretty much no matter who trots out there. The talk about you some offensive ecosystems, that might be just a bad, bad offensive ecosystem this year. Right. The line the is line. bad. Yeah. Henderson always like by hook or by crook loses his job. Whether it's injuries, <laughs> right. whether whether somebody right. else just one way or another. Henderson has a good stretch and then he loses his job. Now Akers is out. He's out of LA, right? Yeah. I don't know who the hell is trading for Cam Akers. That still is like no one. Nobody, right? <laughs> no, you know, one. I mean absolutely no one. Then again, I said nobody was trading for Robbie Anderson and hey, they're the Arizona Cardinals. Just yeah. one receiver away. One more receiver. One more one receiver more. will do Let's it. Keep one going. more will do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know about uh about Cam Akers, but I do know he's done in LA and I I um probably gotta add him somewhere in this group like I think maybe running back tier eight but you know Kyron Williams rookie running back there I think is a guy worth keeping an eye on because I think he was going to run ahead of Cam Akers as the RB2 in week one had um had old old uh you know not yeah like an injury on a special team right, right? oh buddy mm -hmm. Kyron Williams so when he gets off of IR I think he's someone that could end up being a um a big time contributor for this team and potentially like taking Daryl Henderson's job at some point or just outright mixing in with him. Yeah. He's an interesting one, right? Like he's more of a, I think he's a little bit more of a grinder. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess I'm confused by the, the love affair uh, that Sean McVay and the coaching staff has really said really nice things about Kyron Williams. Uh, I guess I'm just confused because if they want to run outside zone and listen, guys, this team they need to hit that outside zone for play action to be effective. And that a lot of this offense um, is predicated on that, right? Like they have to establish some kind of running game or at least be, I guess I shouldn't say established cause that's so like frowned upon now, but like, <laughs> no, listen, but like we're taking, we're taking football back from the nerds. Um, yeah, okay. We can perfect. The run. Okay, good. I don't Austin even know. They need Smith. To, yes, exactly. Um, but they need to be productive in the run game. That's what I want to say. They need to be productive. And can a guy with four, six, five speed really stretch it to the outside? I guess I'm just not sure. I think he'll have a role, obviously, especially inside the twenties. 
man, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant there. And I wasn't enamored with his game tape either, but what the hell do I know? I mean, if, uh, if the coaching staff there in LA likes him, then I'm sure he's good. <laughs> you know what I well, mean? He's so, allegedly a great pass protector. And I mean, shoot, this team could that would help somebody. Oh who my pass God. Protect. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. All right. So there you go. Uh, by the way, if you want to see the rest of Matt Harmon's, uh, rankings, obviously go to the website receptionperception.com. but our time runs short, Matt. Uh, we've got, uh, what Thursday night football by the time people hear this will be happening on later on today, uh, in a beautiful, beautiful setup here in week number seven with us. I say this uh, tongue in cheek because man, some of the most big time offenses <laughs> yeah, are on the sideline, man. Yeah, man. Some big <laughs> fantasy players like, Hey, listen, if you're, if your team is wrecked by bye weeks this week, congratulations, you drafted a great team. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, but yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of hand wringing in the fantasy streets this week. Gonna have to find some bye week fillings, no doubt about it. Fantasy scoring, I saw a stat, is down all across the board yep. as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you have gotten by, man, you you have just gotten by on scraps. And you know what? That's the kind of fantasy world I like to live in. You gotta fight. You gotta claw. You gotta bleed and sweat tears, man. Uh, to win in these fantasy streets. Let's go. Uh, Anyways, I hope everyone has a great week seven. For Matt Harmon, I am James Go. We'll see you.